Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Order Trader Podcast. It says number one motoring podcast. My name is Wandi Lesishi, and I'm joined, like always, by George, who's busy giving us a little bit of a of a dance there. How's it, Wandi? No, if there's one thing I can't do, it's dance. Oh, uh, you and me, you and me. I think I've got two left feet. Yeah, no. I've, uh, <clears throat> one of the things I regret the most is not being able to dance because there's so many scenarios where. I could have just gotten away with with more if I could. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. That I'm dreading my wedding for the moments I have to that, you know, break it down. That uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think there's less places, less opportunities to break out dance moves in life versus the. Uh, I think people who dance always want to dance. They will just break it out. Yes, true. That's also true. That's yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with it, and it's fun. But uh, you can get so, away with not. You're going to get away with not doing it. Definitely. Yeah. I'd rather learn to tell jokes. There's um, always an option to do that. For sure. For there's sure. There's always an opportunity to do that. But let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. And I'm assuming it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, what happened this past weekend. No? <clears throat> Lewis Hamiltonus. Um, <laughs> I, like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Just say it. I'm just going to say it. And that is, should he yes. have retired retired last year? No, I don't think he should have retired last year. I uh, I don't think he is as good a driver <clears throat> as he'd like to believe. My my belief is you can't take away his seven titles. Period. I don't think. No, uh, no, that's fair. I don't think he's. I don't think this makes him uh, less of a of a driver. I I, I I think those seven titles have come down to the car. I think the. Current events is a combination of his psychology as a result of last year. I don't think it's a. I think he's not the same driver, if that makes sense. Well, now he's an average driver. I think he's. So, a, so, 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 let me put it to you this way. My perspective is, yeah. If he's not winning, he can't win. Um, I think if his mind is not at the point where he wants to win, he will win. It's not. A, I don't even. I don't even know if it's about wanting to win. Is it? It's. It's. It's a case of, yeah. you know, unless he's. The clear leader, yeah, he can't deal with it. I disagree. I disagree. I think he's proved that many times in in scenarios where it wasn't in his favor, in scenarios where the conditions of the race were not necessarily in his his favor. Um, I think to win a race, you need to be better than not just better than every single driver there, and not necessarily have the best car. But I think it's a combination of of many things that you have to kind of took, including luck. Yeah, so how do you explain George Russell kicking his butt this year so far? I think he wants it more. You think Russell wants it more? I think Russell wants it more. Um, Hamilton is still, I think, traumatized from the events of last year. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Russell's proving himself. Um, and the results is, is what's happened. From one race. <laughs> Come on. From a chap. No, he lost a, you know, it was, it was, I think it was more than a race. I think it was just, you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, like... I just, I just, I just think he's he's been a he's been a driver with a silver spoon. To each their own. Exactly. But let's get to the show. Let's get to the show. Long um, <laughs> live Leclerc and uh, Verstappen. Yeah, Verstappen. There is so well. I mean, it was it was. Uh, you know what? I mean, all jokes aside. Yeah. Uh, Bottas is mm. impressing me. I I actually thought Bottas. Um, Bottas was making a bad move by moving, by moving yeah. 
He's actually made a good move given the quality of the car. This for year. sure, for sure. You know, he's actually, in hindsight, he's probably thinking to himself, I dodged that I dodged one. That bullet, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happens all the time. When we saw Sainz move to Ferrari, for instance, and they had a slower car and it was like, yo, is that really the right move? Mm. But, you know, you have to take yeah. this Or when Leclerc just, moved to Ferrari. Yep. Um, you know, uh, when Leclerc moved to Ferrari, we all thought he was going to be the next flipping hero. Yeah. And uh, the car held him back, yeah. you know, and I think he was still learning. He's very mature, that guy. Um, yeah. He's yeah. a future champion. Definitely. Anyways, let's talk about um, another about, elephant. Don't know, about, don't know about for crashing. <laughs> I have a question for you. Are car tracking devices worth it? It's something that I've been trying to rack my head around. Um, and the reason I ask you this is because if you have insurance and you have a tracker, does one make the other redundant? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think car trackers are like insurance. They're a grudge purchase. Yeah, for sure. And I think you've got to assess your level of risk mm. to put a tracking device in. So um, how likely is your car uh, to get stolen? Yeah. Um, and then you've got to ask yourself, if it does get stolen – do you want it back? Yeah. Like, so you know, personally, I would not want my car back if it was stolen. So then why would you want to put a tracker in it? So I think marketing is like, that's the reason why I've always considered, you know, owning a tracker is kind of, I think it's given me the reassurance that potentially my risk of losing this big ticket item is reduced. Um, I think it's more of a psychology thing than anything else. For it me. can't be a psychology thing because the, the, the thieves don't know that it's got or does, does or doesn't have a tracker. Yeah. So therefore, it doesn't lower the risk of the actual event. It only lowers the risk of non-recovery. For sure. So it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like after-the-fact insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. If you, what if you have insurance and do you think it's necessary still then to have a tracker? If you have insurance, yeah, that's why I say you've got to assess yeah. whether you want the car back after it's been stolen and yeah. you know gone on a joyride and been involved in who knows what. Yeah. Um, um, and then do you want? Do you really want it back? Number one, and number two, what is your chances of? And uh, you know, one thing that a tra tracking device does do is yeah. if you get taken with your car, yes, for sure, for sure. Therein lies a potential kind of you can't put a price on your life. For sure. For sure. I think I agree with you. I think a lot of people think track or tracking devices is just a GPS system to recover your vehicle. But to your point, it I think they've come to a point now where they alert your insurer or whatever service you use to kind of keep you safe um of any you know kind of conditions or scenarios where it's out of character for you, for instance. And I think that's where the worth the monthly payment um, makes it's a small purchase at, at that point. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I would assess it on the basis of, um, yeah. You know. Also, what, what is the likelihood of your car being being stolen? You know, if you're driving a VW Polo, you are at high risk. I actually did some some digging into that. So, according to Unatus, there's about 7.5 million cars on the South African roads. Oh, those are the registered ones. Those are the, these are the registered vehicles. <laughs> And of those registered vehicles, about 99,000 um, got stolen in the year 2019, 2019 to 2020, which makes it about a 1.3% chance 
of your car being stolen in that year. Well, one 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 point three percent, one point three percent hijack rate. Hijack rate, yes. So that's in a hijacking scenario, not necessarily when it's parked. Yes. Um, but I mean, with with those numbers being so low, um, you know, is it still is it still worth the additional price that you'll be paying each month? <clears throat> Well, I mean, a lot of insurers uh, give you a discount on the insurance based on you having a tracking device. Does the one set the other one off? Does the lower insurance premium set off the price of the of the tracking device and its subscription? Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's two in that scenario. I guess there's two winners: you paying less, and the insurance company has a high chance of of recovering your vehicle as well. So it's in their best interest ultimately. Well, yeah. I mean, insurance companies don't necessarily want claims um, because you know you don't over the lifetime of the car you don't pay them nearly the value of the car in the insurance. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so it's almost the case of you know you you, uh, you you you're paying for the for the for the for them taking on the risk of it being stolen and the chances of it being stolen, as you can see, is ninety eight ninety eight percent that it's not going to get stolen. stolen yeah. Um, you know, so so chances are uh, um, the tracking device is never going to be used. Yeah. Um, unless yeah. it's a polo. <laughs> yeah, and it's a polo. Well, even then, it's, I mean, if you think about it, if it's 99,000 cars are stolen, about a third of them are Volkswagens, not necessarily polos, but just Volkswagens as a whole. Mm. Then, yeah, I mean, the numbers start, Increasing, but then for a Volkswagen Polo, you'll be paying more insurance as well. Isn't that a higher uh, higher risk? Vehicle, because vehicle, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, obviously, because because the hijack rate is so high in a Polo, yeah, um, or in a VW, uh, uh, chances are insurance is going to be higher. But that's not the biggest factor of insurance. It's not the th- the, the risk of theft. The biggest yeah. factor of insurance is actually you as a human. Mm. Um, if you're young inexperienced, yeah. haven't had your license for a long time, that is going to be the biggest indicator, I think, of, uh, of your insurance premium or what insur- your insurance premium is. You know, if you're um, you know, 55, 60 years old and you've had 30 years driving experience and you've never had an accident, insurance premium is going to come down. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, whereas uh, uh, driving a polo, I think, pushes your insurance premium up. Mm. But I don't think that's the biggest factor. I just, I, I mean, maybe, maybe it's worth us, you know, going to find out, but uh, I wouldn't think it's the biggest factor. So we've just got some tips down for anybody who's in the markets of looking for a tracker. Some things that, you know, if you, if you are in the market, um, you know, these are kind of four tips or three tips, four tips um, to make sure that you're taking everything into consideration. The first one is to make sure that you're up for one with the best technology. So ultimately all trackers are not made the same. Like you were saying, some can do more. Um, so making sure that you can actually track your vehicle on your phone, for instance, is a big plus. Um, and it gives you additional peace of mind with regards to your tracking experience. Yeah, I mean, how do people go out knowing that they're buying the latest tech? What do you mean? I'll give you an example. So uh, you want to install a solar geezer. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the only reason I'm picking on the solar geezer is because I had to have um, my solar geezer um, repaired. The, yeah. the panel of the solar geezer had to be replaced. And um, and the installer, the the the, um, the plumber that uh, that was doing the work, mm-hmm. um, he quoted me on a replacement. 
And when I asked what he, what, you know, whether this is like the best thing or the latest technology, he said, no, there's a better one, but it's more expensive. Mm. And I said to him, I said, well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? Mm. Like, because quite often people will quote you based on their assumption yeah. <laughs> about what you can or can't afford. Yeah. And that might not be the latest technology. So, sure. so the best thing to do is ask because how do you know? You don't know. You don't yeah. know. The people aren't going to sell you the latest. They're, they're probably going to sell you their redundant stock anyway yeah. because yeah. Uh, they, they need to get rid of it. Um, you know, it doesn't mean it doesn't work, but uh, I think do your research in terms of what the latest tech is. For sure. I think t- tip number two, Matt, stop that. So basically for a lot of insurers, they give you, they supply the tracker for you. So in that scenario… Do you think um, the insurance company is going to supply you with the latest tracker? Probably not. Probably what, are they, what are they looking for? It's getting risk. Yeah. So um, I would assume it's something that's going to be always online. Secondly, probably something with the, with the panic button. Mm-hmm. Um, probably something that's going to track your driving. Because I think a tracker for insurers is not just a, a recovery tool. I think it's also tra- like tracking your driving. Yes. Um, so like your, your, your driving habits. I mean, we spoke about accidents a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, accident, you know, yeah. being able to establish who's at fault yeah. by using the tracking device. Yeah. Um, is that their primary objective? Probably a secondary objective. Probably a Pro- secondary objective. Primary yeah. objective is probably risk of, uh, um, well, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Uh, insurance companies want to lower the risk of a payout. Yeah. Um, and in so doing, use the tracking device um, you know, in, in, in whatever means necessary to lower their risk of payout. Mm. Uh, another example of something that track well, insurers will offer is roadside assistance. So if it, if, if the tracker notifies the, the insurer that there's been an impact and they do this now, it's actually quite insane. Well, you can do, there's apps on your phone. You can, yeah. you can do the same thing. Eh? Exactly that. Um, it will kind of, you know, kind of alert roadside assistance to come and assist you on that note. I think there are car companies now where, they have, um, like OEMs now offer apps which do all of that already. Um, I know with BMW, for instance, it has the, the SOS system, um, where it's, it's essentially 24 hour roadside assistance, road assistance yeah. and, and, and monitoring. So is it still necessary to go out and get a tracker? I'm not too sure. That's, I, I think know. you have to assess your, your situation. I mean, I know in my iPace, there's, uh, there's two buttons on the ceiling of the car. Yeah. Um, the one is an automatic, automatic, uh, you know, like panic, panic button. Yeah. Whether it activates automatically when the car is crashed, I don't know. I must actually check. Mm. But I know that the one button is red, and uh, if you push it, it automatically calls out roadside. Like there's no talking, nothing involved. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's making me think now. It's making me think. I'm not sure. I think it depends. If you don't have insurance, it makes sense to definitely get a tracker. Oh, why would you not want insurance? There are people out there who don't know. That's silly. <laughs> I know people without insurance. On Ooh, that's so dangerous. Um, what yeah. if you crash into like, uh, I don't know, a Ferrari? Yeah, I mean, you got to roll the dice of life, you know? It's supposed to be interesting. <laughs> you got to keep it interesting. The saving of 700 rand a month or 600 rand a month is, you know, potentially going to cost you a million. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. If you crash into one of those things. I definitely agree with you. Um, so we actually did a study with regards to what are kind of the best options on the market. Obviously, I don't have a, like I, you know, I don't have a preference with regards to what I want. But the team did do some some digging, 
And uh, in case you're wondering the differences, C-Track, for instance, they would come, they, it comes with internet-based tracking for your vehicle, um, as well as a panic alarm and remote. So if you're in a high-risk area, you know that you're being monitored and it's kind of reporting on your trip as you go. Um, and also it's SARS compliance. So these are additional benefits which you might potentially want for your vehicle. Do you have a, well, I mean, do, do, you, do you have an idea of how many people actually use the... The panic button? No, the app. I've never seen, I've never had, I've never come across anybody that says, oh, look at my tracking devices <laughs> app. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so, so, you know, oftentimes these are nice, nice things to have, but do yeah. you actually use it on a regular basis? Maybe the SARS compliant logbook thing is something that you use, you know, regularly or maybe once a year. But, I know uh, when I park my car, for instance, my Google Maps tells me where you parked. Yeah. Yeah. So is it still necessary? What would you do on the app? Maybe just claims and those sorts of I don't things. think I did. I don't think I'd ever use the app, to be honest. Why? I mean, push notifications for high-risk areas, that's a very, that, I think that's very useful. Yeah. I think it's very useful. Um, the only other sort of um, service which has anything that's more additional to that is Beamy. I don't know if you know Beamy, but, no. I mean, it has bail assistance. Um, so I don't know. Bail what, as in as jail in, bail. Yeah, it's, it seems like, yeah, like, you, like they're going to help you with your bail in a scenario where you need to get bailed. So that's the one that kind of stood out to me as as being a a little bit more comprehensive. <laughs> comprehensive. So if you break the law, we'll pay your bail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you have a a preference, but it seems like they all kind of do the same. Yeah. I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, uh, you want first of all um, car recovery. Yeah. You want to be able to be tracked in case they take you with the car. Um, you know, you want you, you want the car to be able to be tracked so that they can you know find you, um, and then maybe push notifications is important to me for uh, uh, you know high risk areas, SARS yeah. compliant logbook maybe. So you know, it looks to me like C Track is the better one of the slot. Okay, not I mean this show is not sponsored by C Track <laughs> at all, um, but from a comprehensive point of view, it seems like they they kind of win the bundle. Um, that, that we at least have here. My question to you now is, if your car does get stolen, do you want it to be recovered? Well, that's the big question, I think, is, is you know, would you want it back? Mm. Because I know a scenario of someone I went to school with who their car got stolen. Um, and about two, two and a half weeks later, they, they found the vehicle and it was fine. Um, it was just on the other side of the country. And they just didn't want to take that car back because they didn't know if, you know, maybe there's something that's planted in there. Maybe it's been tampered with. And I'm not too sure that it, in a scenario where my car gets stolen, I'd, I'd like it yeah. to come back. Or I'd be comfortable yeah. driving it still. Well, I mean, we've been talking about the VW Polo. Uh, second most hijacked vehicle mm. is? Uh, the Hilux. Toyota Hilux. Yeah. Uh, because it fits high ace parts. Yeah. yeah high, it fits into high ace. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, 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 you know, that, that, that seems to be quite a no brainer. Uh, third most stolen car. Nissan Bucky's. Nissan Bucky's. Yeah. Nissan Bucky's. Or the NP200. Navara. There's a few. Oh, uh, the double cabs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think these, these are literally the cars that are most bought as well. I think it makes sense for criminals to, you know, kind of go out for those vehicles which are most popular. Yeah. 
Um, but if you're in the market for one of these popular vehicles, it's definitely, I think it will help your insurance ultimately is, is why, mm-hmm. um, or your insurance, how much you, your monthly payments yeah. will just reduce it. And I think, well, I mean, I think if it's, I think if it's a set off, you know, uh, it's definitely worth getting. Yeah. Uh, if there's a, if there's a set off, because I think t- merely for the the tracking features and the push notifications, I, I think uh, I think it's a it's a no brainer. You know, get a get a tracking device. So uh, so if you're hijacked and uh, you're stuck in the car, um, at least um, somebody knows where you are. Mm. Trackers don't just track cars, but they can also track you. Yes, exactly. And that's what you kind of want. But just know that they're also tracking how you're driving. So, <laughs> yeah, true. But that's not a bad thing. We all need to be better drivers, I think. So, if you had to summarize, are tracking devices worth it? Let's give a. Yeah, yes or no. I'm gonna say it depends. It depends. I think it depends personally on on your own requirements. Like everything in life. But the one thing we didn't speak about is least hijack cars, because we always always go with the most. I I I can take a guess as to what the least. Hijack well, I'm looking at the list here, and you know, very popular car comes uh, is is on this list. Um, so, least the least hijacked cars in South Africa um, are in good indication of uh, low risk. Chrysler and Volvo. I was going to say Volvo. I would assume Volvo's just from a demand point of view. I think it would be harder to. There's not that many. It'll, I think it will be easier to find a Volvo versus a Polo. So, like, I think criminals kind of avoid them. Yeah. Um, that would be my, my biggest qualifying statements as to why it would be. Interesting. Yeah. That's all we have. Coolio. Well, I, uh, hope that <laughs> Hamilton does not win again. <laughs> Hamilton's gonna, he's gonna come back and you know, it's gonna be real funny when he comes back. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> <laughs>